Hello, hello. We are here with another episode. I'm trying to do my intros different. Another episode of Down and Dirty with Danit. And today I have a very special woman. Yes, I'm trying to get more women on here. She's a funny lady. I met her in Brooklyn. She's all over in New York. She's hosting shows, doing shows. Lady, please introduce yourself. Hello. Hi, Denise. This is Kelly. I'm Kelly Taylor. Um, so happy to be here. Yes. Thank you for that amazing intro. I am a, welcome. Uh, a comic, a podcaster, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> happy to be here with you. Thank you for being here. So I have to, I have to call out the obvious. Mm. Um, Kelly Taylor was a 90210 character. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you get that all the time. All the time. All the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She, she was my favorite though. And then she became the nice girl in college and after. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I truly did not watch the show, okay. but I was, um, I was born uh, in 92. And mm. so, yeah. And That's the problem. Yeah. And my parents, I mean, they swear that they didn't want to uh, do any like of the trendy names at the time. Like they were avoiding names that were like really in popular culture. And I don't know, my parents are weird and did that thing where like they didn't know the gender of the baby till, you know. I like that. My sister did that. Yeah, I think it's totally fine. But like they just were convinced that I was going to be a boy. So they only thought of boy names. Everything that they like bought in terms of nurseries and stuff was was, you know, they just went with like a Noah's Ark theme. Okay. But but, um, in terms of my name, they were just like, uh, I don't know. So then I came out a, a girl and my dad was just like, I love the name Kelly Taylor, not thinking. <laughs> I, I mean, I wonder why he liked that name. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's funny. Yeah. So that was that. But I have a first cousin named Kelly and I remember my, well, I don't remember, but my mom told me my grandmother was pissed because she was like, Kathy, like there's already a Kelly in the family. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, that could be hard. Like if you're at a family event, like I, I, we don't have juniors in my family. Like that doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, cause we're, we're Jewish. Like it's, uh, you know, we don't do juniors. So yeah. I'm like, how could you have like a million, like George Foreman, the George Foreman is like the fifth. There's like yeah. a million Georges. You're just calling George after George after George. I know. And, and in my family, there's not a lot of juniors but everybody's named Bob. Like that's just the kind of white people that we are where it's like my, (laughs) so like, like my, I have, my grandmother has siblings where there's a Bob and then like uh, she had a kid named him Bob. Like, like there are just so many like people marrying into the family with the name Bob as well. Mm. So it's just everybody's, everybody's Bob or Robert or Robbie. I love it. I love it. So funny. Bob, Bob is like a 50 year old white guy's name. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, you, like, are you calling a baby Bob? Like, that's weird. <laughs> How is that a baby? He just automatically comes out and is 50 years old. Yeah, totally. Um, so I do want to ask you where you're from, like where you grew up. But the question that I have to ask in the beginning is, what is your current relationship status? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I love that question because I, I, I just turned 29, like a week or two ago. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. And I've spent my entire life single. Like I've never had a boyfriend and I'm currently in a relationship and I have a boyfriend right now. And I'm just like, 
I feel so silly being a, um, being a 29 year old that is like stoked to have a boyfriend. I love it. I spent my whole life being single. And like, it was only in the last few years where I really started working on myself and like hugging my inner child and like learning to love myself where I just was like, you know what? Like, and it's true. And I fucking hate it. Cause it's always like, no one can love you until you love yourself. And I really put in the work and I'm still on the journey. You know, I'm, I'm not totally... We're always a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> You're 29. I'm 38. And what I said to my therapist the other day is like, um, we're like, everybody's on a journey. Like, I don't like I've done, I've been in therapy for a million years. I have daddy yeah. issues. Like my, oh, my, yeah. my, like my parents are divorced. My father didn't take care of us. Single mom is all the way. I'm such a fan of single mothers. Um, and so like, obviously I have daddy issues. So it's like, I've been <laughs> in therapy forever. And like only now at 38, can I say with full, like full truth, like not, I'm not convincing myself that like, no one is perfect. There is not more work that I need to do to be able to find my person. I am fine just the way that I am. I have done so much work and we're always a work in progress. Right. Like everybody's fucked up. Everybody has their own thing. Um, And like the people that don't have issues and like are the normal people in yeah. air quotes, the, the, the listeners can't see I'm doing air quotes. Um, they're just boring and they suck and I wouldn't be with them anyway. So like, I, they're not I my people agree. anyway. I fully agree. And I also, I totally agree with you. I also think that like, I, the world is so complicated and humans are so complex that even of the most normal people, I live by the idea that everybody needs a spot on the couch. Like, Oh yeah. You should be at least checking in with someone monthly, if not monthly, bi-monthly, just like a little check-in, like you're not going to blow your head off. Right. Cause like, that's truly like, <laughs> like that's, we just need to be checking in on ourselves. So yeah. Long, uh, short answer. Yes. Um, uh, my relations, uh, my relation status is, uh, in a relationship. <laughs> okay. How long have you been together? Two months. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's official. Now. Oh yeah. Official. We're official. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I, because that was always my problem with like dating guys. Right. Like I always like, you know, I I'm not, I, I'm not the most open sexually at like now I am, but like when okay. I was, when I was younger, like I grew up very Catholic, like oh. didn't have sex education, like abstinence only. So you were I guilted, you were guilted yeah. in, and, and told that if you have sex, you're a sinner. Totally. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. 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 <laughs> way to, yeah. way to really oppress and suppress everybody's, uh, desires and make yeah. you feel like you're not supposed to have them. Like just make <laughs> them feel like they're sinning. It's so, it's so funny because like, that totally happened to me, like suppressed my desire desires, made me feel like I was sitting and like no one else in my circle, <laughs> you know, like really? all, the, all my friends in, in elementary school and high school were all like, yeah, they're, this is bullshit what they're telling us. And I was just like, what are you talking about? That's not true. Wait, um, wait, wait. Did you go to Catholic school? Yes. I went to Catholic school. So, so there were people, this is very interesting to me, especially because like I went to Jewish school for a little bit when I was younger and my niece and nephews are in like Jewish private mm. school, um, where it's not the same thing in terms of like the sinning or the guilt, what Jews, 
guilt is very Jewish, but they don't, we right. don't really believe in like sinning in that kind of way. Yeah. We have Yom Kippur and we fast to atone for our sins. It's like, fuck everybody. Then just fast on Yom Kippur. You're fine. I hear that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's more that they're like, uh, you're told that all these things are the way to live. Right. But like, everybody believes it. Like, I think like when you're young, like yeah, the- totally. And it's not until you get older that you choose for yourself. So what you're saying is that even when you were growing up and younger in Catholic school, you had friends that already knew that this was bullshit, which is amazing. Yeah. And I would have to say that definitely is because they had more um, access to the internet. Not that Mm. I didn't have access to the internet. Like I totally did. Like spent my life on the internet, but like my parents did put some things in place. Like, okay. Like I didn't have aim. I like, okay. Let me have aim. And like, I was never a kid that like, I, I would go to my friend's houses and like do go on their aim, but okay. I didn't like, you know, do a screening or any of that kind of stuff because like, I just was so afraid of like what my parents would do. If they found yeah. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Whereas like, I just had friends that didn't really like have parents like that. And like, okay. so strict, you know? So long story short, it, as I've gotten older, I've realized like, Friends, I did have friends that were affected the same as me in terms of like the guilt, especially oh, surrounding yeah. our sexuality, right? And um, you know, uh, but just for myself, like I really blossomed when I got to college. Like nice, that, yeah. Like college, I, I joined a sorority. Like I, oh, I was a sorority girl too. Not no typical. I'm a pothead. I was a cool yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I wasn't at all a pothead in in college. Like, I was. Yeah. I, where'd you go to wait? Okay. Before we finish, right. where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Okay. So I'm from New Jersey, born and okay. raised in Jersey, um, central Jersey. Um, and I ended up going to college in Northern Jersey. So, you know, it was like, I never, I knew college was one of those things where I was like, I know I have to go. So I'm going to go kind yeah. of thing. And so I didn't really care. And I was just like, well, going to a school that's an hour away from my parents, like, it's far enough away where I can like stay there and live, yeah. but like, whatever, I can go home if I have to kind of thing, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, you know, freaking out. So, um, yeah, I went to school in, at Montclair. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. Cool. So I, that's a um, great town, like all these oh, bars lovely. and restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. I mean, it, it's weird that it's fun there. Cause it is just like a quiet town, but like college kids, you know, come Yes. In whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I went to college in Montclair and that was like where I joined a sorority, honestly, like met Jewish people (laughs) for the first time. You're welcome. Here we are. Yeah. My friend Judy is like maybe one of the first few Jewish people I ever met. And I love texting me right now. She's like, (laughs) you know, I'm talking about you and the podcasters of the other Jew. Yes. (laughs) I I, I don't know. I hope nobody cancels me. That's what I say. Like on every podcast, don't cancel me. Um, Sarah Silverman. I I like Sarah Silverman. There's things that I don't love that she says, particularly like I'm half Israeli and I've lived in Israel and I want to like educate people on the way Israel really is and like whatever. And she says things as a Jew that I don't love, but she also uses the term Jew face and people are mad at her. And I'm like, no, I say that all the time. Like, yeah, like that's something like that like Ben okay. Schwartz, you know, Ben Schwartz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Face all the way. And I, and I love it. <laughs> I love Ben Schwartz. 
<laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that is so funny. But anyway, that's my side note about about meeting Jews. Some have Jew faces, and that's okay. Oh, no, cancel me. I'm not Sarah Silverman. Okay. And and listen, if if I was saying it, it might be a little weird. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think you know it makes sense that you're a Jewish person that is attracted to other Jewish people. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. <laughs> love, love his face and his hair. Love that Jufro. Yeah. Love. Yeah. He's, he's great. <laughs> um, but you're, are you, you're from Jersey? No, but my sister lives in Jersey now. Oh, I'm nice. from Long Island. Oh, right. Okay. 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 And you I know, went honestly, to, I went, it's like the same thing. I it's went the to same. the um, Robin Shawl last night. Oh yeah. And she's from Long Island. And then it's like, she blew up, you know, she went viral during COVID and whatever. Yeah. And like, I said to my friends, like, cause I, I always say like, I'm a consumer of comedy also. Oh, totally like so. I, I will go and like, like I will pay to see people like that. Oh, is I have, I'm going to. Yeah. I love yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's always weird sitting in the audience though, like as a comedian yourself, but I was like, yo, this crowd is so Long Island. Like I would have such a good time up there. Right. I was opening for her. Like they were yeah. so Long Island. <laughs> so funny. I know. I know. And like, I, like I, I have a, a, I won't speak much about my day job, but I do have a day job that's client facing. And I love okay. when I get a, a client from North Jersey. Cause like they I, try to like, you just speak the same language. Like they, I could see them trying to like get things over on me that they do get over on people okay. because you're just like loud and kind of rude and like tell exactly what you want. It's like, you know, people make it happen for you. And these, uh, I have this one lady I was working with that was like so mad about something that my company had did, done wrong. And then by the end of the conversation, she was like, you know, telling me that she's going to come and, and hang out with me at my office because, you know, we were just getting along so well. It's a stupid story, but like, I don't know. I, there's something to like, even performing in front of a Jersey crowd. It's just so, I had a show. Oh yeah. 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 I had a show in Hoboken one time and like, I've gotten drunk in Hoboken so many times and it was just so fun to like talk about how debaucherous, you know, the, these quiet streets can get, you know, during yeah. the it's just, I don't Hoboken. know, relating to a local thing is fun. Here, here's the thing about Hoboken though. Every guy lo- has a rape face. Like every oh, yeah, has sex with unconscious women. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and listen, uh, been on the receiving end of that for sure <laughs> in Hoboken. Uh, like it's, it's they look at it and they love it. And like my, obviously I don't go out in Hoboken anymore. I'm too old. And you know, I, I don't have fun there over anymore. But when I was younger, that was like, you know, 21 to, to 26. It was just yeah, everybody with their rape face. <laughs> they really do. Like yeah. it's creepy. I don't like creepy. it. Like I don't, I don't like, like it either. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like I craved their attention and now I'm older and I'm like, Oh God stay no, away. <laughs> no, no, that's like when I, I went to Newport for a weekend this summer for the first time ever. And I was like, everybody has a rape face here. Yeah. Everyone like, oh my God. Yeah. There, there's also the cries when you come face. Like that's a different yeah. face. Uh, it's uh, a different. I've been doing these bits lately. Um, I had a spot on Friday at Ample Hills Creamery. It oh, was a fun. fun show. The a la, the a la mode, whatever. Yeah, stand up a la mode. Stand up all mode. Yes. Thank you. So that was super fun. And I talked about, um, you know, crying, cry, like guys that look like they cry when they come, you just can spot eat them. They it's like a wine. It's like a, like a slow, slow wine. It's, not- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
like, oh, and, and you're not going to satisfy me. <laughs> no, no. I'm, no. I'm convincing myself I'm satisfied. Yeah. It's not working. Okay. So now, now you have like an official committed relationship and yes. you're not sexually repressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It feels great. <laughs> That, that religious guilt is, is real. Like, I feel like every single, every single religion has it like, yeah. um, and it's terrible. Like we are supposed to suppress like our regular wants and desires. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, that's why I try to be like open about it, you know, like, um, but here's the thing, like the thing that frightens me or worries me, not frightens, concern, concern is the right term, like with a new guy or Mm -hmm. like, um, it's like, because I'm so open, if we talk about sex early on, before we've even done anything, like before we've even gone out, just if we're flirting and getting to know each other or whatever, my, my concern is that they take it in a certain way. Like, and like, And it's like, it doesn't mean I'm a slut. It doesn't mean I'm easy. It just means that I'm willing to talk about everything. Cause like I'm 38. What the hell? Like who cares? And I'm super open. And you are, I completely agree. And because I love talking about sex. I do. And I don't get it. That's why I talk about it. Like I never have sex. So like, I need to talk about it. Totally. Totally. And the thing, but that's so funny is because it's the women I'm, I'm not, you know, talking about you and I specifically, it's like, when you talk about sex, people think you're having a lot of sex. And yeah. Like, no. Literally the opposite. Like I need yeah. to get laid. And so I'm going to be talking about it because I'm, and when I'm talking about sex, I'm talking about how hard dating is, how horrible the sex it is uh-huh. that I'm having with these people, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, you have to, so like now that like comedy is like for real back, like I felt yeah. like we were in this gray area for a long time, but now it feels like oh my God, no places are packed. Like we have yeah, audiences yeah. again. Like it used to be like, okay, we're performing in person, but there's not that many people here. Yeah. But now I feel like I really can do crowd work the way that I want to. Right. That's like my thing right now. I'm super into like That's ripping awesome. and crowd work. So at Ample Hills Creamery, there was this, t- I wish I could have taken a picture. Gorgeous looking couple, like so blonde, so American looking, like like cornbread America. And yeah. it was only their second date. So uh, I was like, oh my God, did you fuck? Like, and then I was yeah. asking them everything. And then, and then I was telling them the story, which I've told on my podcast, how I was recently, I did have sex recently. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now it's been a long time. I had sex. No, this is the first, I had sex with two people over the summer. Both fucking disappeared. So I don't oh. know what they're trying to tell me. But the first <laughs> one, um, the first one I licked his taint. Okay. Mm. And I felt like have some respect and like, yeah, you know, and then my bit is like, he asked for the butthole. I'm like, have some respect. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I have boundaries. So the whole night on, on my set on Friday, I was like fucking with these people on the second date being like, don't do it. Don't go home with them. Mm. And if you do, you lick that team, but you don't lick that butthole. <laughs> boundaries, girl. And like, they were loving it. And it's like being open like that and being on it. Like, it's like, my thing is like, I feel like, especially when guys say the, you know, the dreaded phrase, uh, there's no female comedian that I really think is that funny or something. Yeah. Like, like phrases like that. I want to punch you in the face. Right. And, and then when they talk, when they say like, 
oh, she's just like a raunchy female comedian. It's yeah. Like, no, we're trying to like, like tell some truth here and also change the stigma about like women talking about sex. Like that's what I'm trying to do. It's like, yes, tell some truths, open up the conversation. Like I even did this whole thing. Thank God I record these things. You know, when you're ready, <laughs> you have to fucking record the audio. Yeah. Um, I did this whole thing about like, nobody there, there's nobody that, that that, no adult woman. That's like that 26 year old guy. Oh, he's going to satisfy me. Oh my God. Yeah, totally. That is like an older guy that knows and cares what he's doing. Yeah, completely, completely. Um, I do know who your boyfriend is. Is he, how old is he compared to you? Like what's the age situation? We have an eight year difference. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm he, he just turned 37. I just turned 29. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And how do you feel about that age difference? Like, do you think it works? So it definitely works for me because I've always tried to find guys that are older. I think eight years is at probably the, the, the highest I would go Okay. in, in a lot of my relationships. Like, you know, I, I, I definitely have, there's something about older men that I've always liked. Like I've only ever dated men my age or older. Like Mm. I've never been into anybody, even that's like a year younger than me. It's it's, there's like a disconnect for me. So probably has something to do with like daddy issues or something because while (laughs) no, I literally, I have mommy and daddy issues like for real. (laughs) (laughs) um so no but uh yeah so for me an eight years an eight year age gap is is works for me because I feel very like solid and grounded in my foundation of who I am as a person love it that does not say that like I honestly kind of like am a little bit suspect of relationships of like you know 21 year old girl 32 year old guy oh yeah that, that like that's something where it's like, I, I want to give everybody credit as, as autonomous beings, but I also am like, that is a power dynamic that I don't trust. <laughs> Dane Cook. Okay. Let's talk about Dane Cook for a second. Forget about the fact that, I don't know. I was a fan of his now. He's oh, not totally. Funny. Listen, um, I was a huge fan of Dane Cook and his story fascinates me about what his brother, his brother's in jail. But do, do you know about that? No, I mean, I know a little bit. He came from a big Irish Catholic family in, in yeah. Boston, right? Yeah. And like, uh, his brother's in jail. Tell me more yeah. about so, that. So his, his brother was his uh, business manager. Okay. Stole a bunch of money. Oh, shit. And literally has like an unidentified amount of money buried in a, a desert in like uh. the middle of America because, and he won't tell Dane where it is. And they were like, you can get out of jail if you tell us where it is. And he just, he is literally sitting in jail. Crazy. Anyway, so like I, I appreciate Dane Cook for his story. I was like a big MySpace head. So like loved him from that. Okay. And yeah. So anyways, Dane Cook. So. Yeah. So he, his girlfriend now, they've been together. Well, first of all, I, I wasn't sure not to don't cancel me on this people too. I wasn't sure if he was straight or not. Like I couldn't, right, right. I, I did meet him once like years ago mm-hmm. and he, he was so kind. Like I, yeah. I was like, it was like right when I started doing improv, I hadn't done stand up. This is like in 2012 or 2013. And like, I was like, 
yo, you're like, I go to all of your shows. Like I've been to both your Madison square garden tours. And he was like, you came to both. And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh my God, thank you. Like, I can't believe you came to both tours. It just was like, yes, I did. Like, yeah, he he actually is a really nice guy. I've heard that. But, um, he, they've been together now three years. I don't know what her age is now, but like when they first started, I think she was 17 or 18 and he Mm. calls her his best friend. And it's like, no, you're 45 years old or whatever you are. Your best friend is not a 17, 18 year old. Yeah. Next to this hot ass girl. Who's a yoga instructor or whatever the fuck she is great. But like, you're, you're what are you talking about? Like, that's not your best friend. Like I date all different kinds of guys, um, age wise for sure. Um, it used to be obviously when I was younger, I always dated older, like, oh my God, 26. I had like an affair with a 44 year old man. Wow. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. He had a girlfriend. He wasn't married. Now I can be open about it. Um, back okay. then I was super embarrassed and I, I felt bad. I was, were a, you were, you were a 26 year old making 26 year old decisions. Yes. Like, yes. And it I, makes sense. And, and you're yes. not the only player in that, like, you know, and, and that isn't a power dynamic. That's the thing. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that you, you know, don't have any guilt or whatever, right. not guilt, but like, I would say like a, a hand in something happening that, you know, I guess a, a, an affair is hurting somebody that you were involved in. Yes. But it was with this 40 something year old man who yes. has the power and the authority. And that's oh, yeah. what, what, what he took me to, to the that. one and only Bruce Springsteen concert that I went to, except like we shoved <laughs> <we laughs> mini liquor bottles in our clothing. <laughs> like, and we're, I, I was like blacked out. Like he yeah. was like, how, what do you think? He's like the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan. Oh my God. I haven't talked about this in forever. I was 26. <laughs> and I was like, wish I remembered it. Yeah. Like, that's what happens when you take a 26 year old girl with shoving like little mini liquor bottles in all of my clothing to, yeah. to tailgate on the train and whatever, and sneak into wherever we were. It was crazy. That was clearly like a different time, but um, yeah, it's like, it's like the the dynamic is different now that I'm 38. I mean, I actually, um, I date all different ages. I mean, yeah. I date younger all the time. Like if 30 feel, I mean, never in my life did I think like, oh, 30, so young, uh, <laughs> but it does feel really young to date a 30 year old. I feel like I've right. dated like as low as like 32. No. Oh, I forgot the comedian that I was seeing a little bit over the summer. Um, he was 30. Okay. Like I turned 38. I remember on my birthday, he called me and asked me out finally on an official first date on my 38th birthday, like on my birthday, he's probably going to listen to this. He's sweet. He actually left New York. Um, he moved, uh, to chase his dreams, you know, but like that, that felt Here's the thing. A 30 year old in comedy or trying to make it is not the same thing as like a 30 year old like banker. Not that I want to date a banker. Those right. guys suck. No, but I, I mean, like, yeah, it, 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 it feel it, th- there was too much of a dynamic, a power dynamic shift with me as the older person, because like besides comedy, like I have a whole legal career that I've built right. as a lawyer. So like it's like it felt weird. Like, I don't want right. to feel like a caretaker ever. And that's like a thing that has happened in other relationships. So that's the only thing I care about age, but like, 
There are guys that are 45 that don't have a real job or have it together. I'm looking for someone that has a job. My mom yesterday was like, just give me a guy that has a job. I'm like, I'm working on it, mom. Working on it. So true. Everything you're saying, I completely connect with. Um, What you were saying about, well, if a 30, if I was in your shoes and a 30 year old guy actually called me on the phone, so did did he actually call you on the phone? Yeah, it was super sweet. Like that to me is like, that's not 30 year old dude behavior. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like you, you're lucky if you get a text back, you know what I mean? No, for real. Like, for real. So for, I totally hear what you're saying, but by that act alone of like being a gentleman and calling me up on the phone, like that's part of the reason why I was like it, it, totally open to get into a relationship with who I'm with now, because on our very first date, I felt safe. He was being a gentleman. Like I didn't mm. feel, you know, pressured yeah. to do anything. You know, it was just like, I don't know. It was chivalrous. Like I hate to sound like, you know, yeah, like a, no, it matters. Is something. It matters. You know? Yeah, it matters. It matters. Did you know each other? Like, um, did you know each other for a while before you went on your first date? Like, how did yeah. you switch? from like, were you like, just like friendly and chatting from time to time? Like, how did, how, how did that situation evolve? So, uh, we've known each other for, we were trying to figure it out yet last night, but like probably around a year and a half. And, um, you know, we're just both comics. So we would always see each other, um, at, you know, open mics and, and stuff like that. And he said that it was like a year ago in November that he started liking me. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, and like, I kind of had a feeling about him having a crush on me, but like, I didn't really know how I felt about it because he's not someone I ever really went for. Um, but I always found him his, my number one thing with him is that even when we were, when we were friends, I was like, he's so funny. He is like, Oh, I know the greatest comic in the game. Like I am like truly obsessed with his humor. So that's so important. So important. So, um, eventually like he just would kind of be like in my dms uh you know whatever okay be hooking up with other people and i'm like oh i guess he has a girlfriend now like that maybe that ship has sailed and then before i knew it he was single again and um was i, I just kind of was like you know what if he asks me out like i'm gonna go for it okay and i, and I opened the door like i was running a show at the time that i'm not running currently but i was running a show and I uh, uh, booked him on the show, which is okay. like number one, like, <laughs> like you know, right? That's, that's a, you're like, that's oh, weird, but like, I'll book you on the show, and maybe I'll see that dick after. It's like, right. okay, <laughs> because like he booked me on his, so I was like, okay, like fuck is yeah. my court, like so me, you know, vice versa. Yeah, and, and I opened the door by sitting next to him at the show. You know, okay, good, like, okay. Like, if I just sat next to him. And then later that night, he asked me out and we, you know, went on our first date. Like he said, can I, he said, can I take you out? What did he actually say? And it was in person. So, so in person, he was like, I had some friends come to the show that he was at and we were all going to go to a bar to get some chicken sandwiches. And I was like, oh, do you want to come with us? And he's like, I'm not like, I can't, I got to go home, but like rain check on the sandwiches. And I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, And so then late we, like we leave. And then later that night, I got a text that was like, you know, I'm serious about, uh, I'm serious about those chicken sandwiches. Yeah. yeah like, he's like, uh, I really would like to take you out and like, yeah, okay. Um, and then we ended up, he ended up, you know, 
this is why I was like, oh my gosh, he's such a gentleman because he uh, made found a restaurant, made reservations. Like, you know, we ditched the chicken sandwich plan and he just was like, you know, just being cute and flirty. So I guess it, what, what changed for us was when I had the idea in my head that if he asked me out, I'll say yes, just okay. to try it, yeah. you know? And then um, he asked me out and then that was, you know, kind of it. So, nice. um, so it was like a, a case of two people being friends and then it working out when they decide to do That's it. the best though. Yeah. Don't you want that? Like Totally. Oh my that's gosh. That's the thing is like the dating apps don't allow for that. Like your yeah. strangers, mm-hmm. like, listen, I was supposed to have a date today. Okay. Mm-hmm. An afternoon date, but he's been texting me for the past two days. He says it's his allergies, but he's not feeling well. I was like, dude, we're, we're not meeting up, dude. You're, you're setting me up. You're setting me up to say, Hey, I really don't feel good. I don't think I can like, like go get a COVID test. Yeah. Get a COVID what? test. That's get the a- hell out of here. I'm not hating out. I mean, I just got my booster, but it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to get COVID. Totally. So it's like, if you're, it, he was in bed all day yesterday. I'm like, we're not hanging out. Like we're not meeting. So that it's, it's like, that's a thing is like, you're totally a stranger. You don't know each other. You're not mm-hmm. friends. And then like you have this date and everything's supposed to be like by the book. Yeah. And we actually, we actually talked on the phone the other day. We talked for two hours and 24 minutes. It was kind of no crazy. way. Yeah. Like we actually really talked for a while, but it's like, you're still a stranger. Yeah. Like, right. I'm not getting COVID. Yeah. Tot- and I think COVID is a really good barometer of seeing, um, how responsible people are like, you know what? I'm not trying to be a COVID warrior. You know, like I just, you know, I'm not crazy about masks. Just, I think, you know, get vaccinated. Let's try to get out of this, but I understand people have their reasons to not get vaccinated. Having said that. No, get vaccinated. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, Get get a fucking vaccination. I don't give a shit what you think. (laughs) Like we need to get back to normal. Right. I I prefer to hang out with vaccinated people. Oh yeah. I won't (laughs) hang out with someone if they're not vaccinated. So, but, um, it's just, we're in the day and age where it's like, it's it, like, if you're not feeling well, like your first thought should be maybe like, I was, I with a lot of people as of recently, you know, like, was I in a big group? Maybe I should go get tested. And that's not being a COVID crazy. It takes two, it takes what an hour of your day to get a test done. Like, it's really not that hard. Yeah. And for someone like this person who is like, going to go on, uh, go out on a date with a stranger and just not think like, or even have, or even lie to me, tell me that you got COVID tested and that you're I negative. Know. So I have peace of mind. Like, you know, the he's not, minimum. yeah, I'm asking for the minimum. Out of no, he, he, he didn't say he got, <laughs> I was like, you don't know if it's allergies, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, no, the only way to know if it's allergies is to get tested. <laughs> yes. How could you tell me you've been in bed all day? Yeah. He like then like sent me an, he like called me, but I was out and I was like, I don't need to talk to this guy. We're strangers. And then he like, um, like left me an auto audio message and yeah. was like, you know, I understand. Like, I'm really not sick, but I understand if you're not comfortable. I was like, I texted him and I was like, dude, go get a test. Then I was like, we're not, we're not meeting tomorrow. Let's do something when you're feeling better. I am raging right now hearing you talk because it's pissing me off how he's then put the onus on you of like, I understand that you may be uncomfortable. It's like, motherfucker, 
no yeah. you're the one that is like icky you have cooties <laughs> good point that he's like well I understand you guys always turn it around always and it's like no like what I sound like such an angry lady. I no. love men. I, I love, I love men. men. I love <laughs> like otherwise I wouldn't be putting up with such bullshit. <laughs> oh my God. I love men. I love their bodies. Not yes. necessarily what they really look like naked. I just like a thick and juicy meaty man. Yes. <laughs> I yes. like a, You know, I'm tall. I'm tall. Totally. So I, I Dude, I'm 5'8". I feel you. Yes. I'm 5'9". And like, I will be with someone like I've had, I I've also gone for all different heights. Like, Mm -hmm. um, the height thing is like more my insecurity, right? Like, but there is nothing to me, like a guy that's like six foot and Mm. over and like broad and beefy and meaty. It is like my most, like that's my favorite, but like, if you're going to be my height, you can't be skinny. Right. I I hear you. So I was married to the idea of uh, everyone in my family is tall. Okay. okay I'm, I'm okay. five, eight and I'm the shortest in my family. Oh, like, wow. My dad is six, six, six. Maybe. Oh my God. That's my, amazing. Yeah. My little brother is six, six. My older brother is six, three. My mom's five, 11. Like everyone in my family is tall. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm going to be with the tall guy. Like, and I've always like, you know, and I'm a, a girl with, you know, body issues. And so I always want to feel small and dainty. So I want to be with like a big guy that like towers over me kind of thing. And in the last year, I just, I took that off of my list. I took height off of the list to see where that brought me. And now I am, my boyfriend is five, four. So (laughs) five, four. Yeah. He's shorter than you. Way shorter, but okay. I didn't realize that. So so I, I feel like you will understand this because as tall, 100%, I feel you totally. Like I, I will look at couples and be like, oh, she's taller than him. Like mm-hmm. I want couples on the street and like, Always. That. so yeah. do, do you ever, do you ever feel like, I mean, like who cares? Like props to you guys for not giving a shit. So like, I thought I would care. And that's why I never, t- that's why I always had height on my, like yeah. on my list of things that I need from a guy. Right. But I really took a look at my dating history and everybody was my type, you know, yeah. tall. I do like a skinny guy, but, but like when you're tall and muscular, it doesn't matter, you know, but yeah. like, yeah, basically <laughs> tall muscular guy was like who I went for. And like, nobody had jobs. And I'm not saying tall guys don't have jobs, but like from the <gasps> men that I was choosing, like, <laughs> I don't have jobs. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just decided like, this is one thing that is easily identifiable for me to be able to say like, uh, this is a, something that I look for in someone I date. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me switch it up a bit. And, yeah. um, yeah, I don't feel self-conscious at all. Like I love I, I, he, like, I still feel like a little like dainty person. Like, okay. and, and he also like is so great. Like my feet are bigger than his, my hands are bigger than his. Like, he's just like, Oh my God, like big mama. Like, I love it. And I just feel oh like, God. I feel like a woman, you know? Yeah. I love um, this. It works. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, because he is, um, how do I want to describe your boyfriend? He is someone that you never forget. Never forget. His confidence is unmatched. Yeah. And you know, he has a certain look, you know, 
all this stuff and to find out all his like inner gooey gooey mushiness <laughs> is like very cool I love yeah. 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 He's, he's good. He's, he's a special guy. I, I know I'm gushing over him right now, but like, he That's really me. is a good guy. And like, the thing is, is that I need to know that I'm feeling heard and listened to, and I will talk about a problem or an issue or anything over and over and over again until you've convinced me that you've heard me. Like, that's just, yeah. I'm, I've gotten really good with boundaries. Yeah. And so that's, sort of a boundary that I have of like, I need effective communication. I didn't have it in my house growing up okay. and I am changing that pattern. I so, love that. And he's open to that where other guys, I could, I didn't even feel like I could have the, these conversations, you know, like. Anything- well, yeah. I mean, I'm so, I'm so over the whole thing of like, we can't talk about anything. Like no. it's, it's so stupid. Listen, last January, I was briefly dating this guy and he actually um, lived on Long Island. He was a teacher. We got set up through mutual friends. So it was like, and that was like the height of like experiencing COVID in winter, right? Like nobody yeah. was doing anything. Like we, that was when people were doing FaceTime dates. Like we FaceTime like yeah. two or three times before we like met for the first time, which was just like going to each other's houses on dates, like whatever. And like, I felt like, like he was just like, um, he would, he kept on saying things of like, you know, I've been in other relationships where like everything happens so quickly and like you're texting like nonstop every day. And it's like, you can't keep up and it ruins everything and things happen too fast. And I was like, I totally get that. Like, I don't, I get what you're saying of like texting all the time, whatever. But going five days with not hearing from someone, that's not working. So one day I just picked up the phone. He was so shocked to see my call coming in. And I was like, can we talk? And he's like, sure. And I was like, here's how I feel. And I was just like, listen, I like you. I like, he was also the skinniest person I've ever met. So skinny, <laughs> like barely my height. Great head of hair though. Like his hair was like, like, so like, like I will totally do like long hair. That, like, that, oh counts. My God. that counts for something. Love it. Love it. Love it. But skinny and little, like seriously, yeah. he, he made me uh, and, and didn't eat a lot. Like we ordered in sushi one night and we shared three small rolls. Oh my I mean, God. No. Myself for lunch. I, I was like, <laughs> starving. I was starving. I'm starving. Um, but so I called him up and I was like, listen, this is how I feel. Like, I feel like we're getting to know each other. Like, I like spending time with you, but like something is wrong here. Like, and then he brought up the whole thing about the, the, you know, I'd rather talk on the phone. I don't want to text somebody all the time and go, okay, well, you're not calling me either. Like yeah. we're not actually communicating or seeing each other enough. Like this is, doesn't feel right. Like I feel, and then like, it comes out that he like, doesn't want to have children, like doesn't want to get married, like stuff like that. I was like, we're not a match, dude. Yeah. And, like, and so like, I told this story to other people and they were like, well, how did you have that conversation with him? I go, I picked up the fucking phone. Yeah. I picked up the phone and I called him. Why would I waste any more time with this guy? Also sex, not good, not good. Mm. It wasn't worth the mediocre sex, right. like anything. Like it right. really wasn't like, um, So I was like, done. I was like, I like you. We have fun, but like, nah, I I don't, I don't care. That's the thing. And I, oh my gosh. Like I've always tried to have 
really good community. I mean, I'm only, I'm learning how to have good communication right. with guys, but my, I'm, I hate to be annoying and get into astrology, but I'm. Oh my Libra. God, do what I was just going to say. What are you? <laughs> so I'm a Libra. Okay. I'm a and, cancer. Okay. So my best friend's a Capricorn and she's okay. constantly coming to me. Not her specifically, but like, actually, yeah, her specifically, but a lot of my friends, like they're coming to me for advice with, for, for guys. Okay. And the number one thing is, mis- is, is miscommunication, no communication at all. And I'm just yeah. like, and they're like, how do, how do you just talk to them though? And I'm like, you just have to do it. They're like, but if this conversation doesn't go, doesn't go the way I want it to go, then um, we're probably not going to see each other anymore. Yeah, and it's like, but to what end, to what yeah. end, like, right. You know, you're unhappy with this situation right. because he, you know, he is, he doesn't fuck good, <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, or you're unhappy with the amount of time that you guys are spending. You're sending mixed signals. It's like, this is all fixed with the conversation. So I am totally on the same page as you. I, I will pick up the phone. Like what you did is of just picking up the phone and calling. It's not even a ballsy move. It's an adult move. Oh yeah. I was like, dude, we're not. And, and then, I mean, talking about the sex with him, I definitely would have had to say to him, you need to eat me out. Like you're not going down on me. Like it's unacceptable behavior. Yeah. Like I'm going to shove his head down there. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm like, it's like, it it sounds like we're being comical, but it's true. It's like, no, 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 like I'm going to tell you exactly what I need. It's not wasting my fucking time. Having said all of that, I, I, I don't want to sound like I talk a big game and it's not that I talk a big game. I understand the anxieties and how like it is uncomfortable to say to somebody, Hey, eat my pussy, <laughs> you know, like oh, I, I could be like, get down there, especially because there's that element of like a fear of rejection. So we totally get it. And like, yeah. you know, I don't think that women are weak if they're not, if they don't have the ability to, to communicate, Hey, you know, this is what I want. Yeah. But I, I do think that at a certain point, like you can only complain so much before you have to take responsibility. Yeah. And I, I'm talking to myself too, you know, like this is me just talking to myself, honestly, of like, you can't just, you can't, insanity is doing the same thing yes. over and over again, expecting a different result. Yes. And I'm not doing, I'm, I cannot be a hamster on a wheel anymore. So no. Yeah. No, I totally love it. Yeah. I guess I would have, what would I have said to him if we had if we had gone on longer, I don't know. We also like, um, had sex too quickly, I think. Mm. And like, we, so like, this what is do you where constitute I'm like, as too quickly. Um, we had, so here's the thing. It really depends on how I feel. So like, I try to have conversations and like, try to go on a bunch of dates. Like usually I'm trying to think, usually it would be like on the fourth or fifth date, maybe, or a month in that I'd Mm -hmm. feel like, and I want to have a conversation that like, you're not having sex with other people. It's not like, Oh my God, if we're going to have sex, you're my boyfriend. It's not like that. It's just like, I want to know you're not sticking it in anybody else. However, the two guys that I had sex with over the summer, because I hadn't the, the, the guy that ghosted me the first time I hadn't had sex since, since this since this Long Island guy. So it was eight Here months. Yeah. It was eight did. months. Like you that's were due a due for a tune-up. <laughs> I was due for a tune-up and I really needed it. And then he and then we hooked up a couple times and then he ghosted me. But uh, 
<laughs> He's such a weirdo. But um, like, that's a thing is like, we, we had it. That was like, we hooked up. We had a 24 hour first date. You can't do that shit. Never yeah. a good idea, but we were like trauma bond. You, you, you yes. get too into the weeds too quickly. Yes. But I was super attracted to him. So I yeah. couldn't help it. Like I wanted I to rip his yeah. clothes off. Um, <laughs> so, so that's the thing is like, there was no ability. Like, I feel like if you have sex so quickly early on, you have no ability to be like, can we talk about this? Are you sleeping with other people? Yeah. You can only do that if you're like really starting to date and then finally sleep together. Yeah. Cause like, I would always be like, listen, like, it just grosses me out. Like, I don't want to have sex with you if you're going to have sex with other people. Like, and then like, honestly, like that's what I've been doing in my thirties. And most of the time it's like, there's nobody else. I want to date you. I want to, yeah. like, I had one guy that was like, I want to date you. <laughs> that's what he said. I was like, okay. And then we dated for a little while. And that was that he was also broke as fuck. Yeah. Broke ass dudes. Oh gosh. Broke. Why do, why do broke dudes fuck so good? I don't get it. I know he was great sex actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, literally he's married now. I, yeah. <laughs> he's married now. Yeah. Yeah. He was actually, uh, he was good sex, um, back then. He's actually yeah. probably the first person that I started being able to have an orgasm from sex alone. Oh, wow. That has only happened in my 30s. Like, I really believe that, like, women come into our sexual prime and all that stuff, like, later on. Like, yeah. I always enjoyed sex and, like, hooking up before, but not having orgasms from just penetrative sex. It was like, I that, that was why it's like, you have to go down on me. Like, what do you yeah. do? Yeah. Um, and now that I can have sex, I can have orgasms from everything – Maybe it is mental. I don't know. But now I can have orgasms so much easier. And yeah. it's so great. Like everything is better. Like everything is better. And then I communicate, right? I say what I yeah. want. Well, I, this I, way, I, move that way, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I agree with you that the older, because the older I get, the, the better the sex I'm having is. Yes. And I think, 100%. I think because when I was younger, I started having sex in my, at 20 and okay. I, um, I, a lot of the sex I was having, if not all of the sex was for the other person. Oh, like, I wanted to make yeah. sure my body looked right. And I was doing the right thing and giving the best head. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. So, so crazy. And, um, I, I cared a lot about like, uh, how they were feeling and not at all about how I was feeling. And so oh. I, I agree with you, the older we get, the better our, our, we get more into our sexual prime. And I think for myself, I, it was because I uh, started to say, okay, how does this work for me? Like not being shy about like using sex toys in the oh, bedroom. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, I, and a lot of it is because I'm listening to funny ladies on podcasts talk about it. Like I'm a really big fan of Nikki Glazer, and she's just okay. like, I'm not going to not whip my vibrator out during sex, even the first time with a guy and him not like, because I want to set the precedent. Like, this is what we use when we bone, you know, like, I oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And no, I like that. Yeah. No, no, no. I like her openness. So I dated a guy, um, for a few months. Thank God I broke up with him before COVID. Cause I would not have wanted to quarantine. Mm. I broke up with him December, 2019. Um, mm. and we use toys like virtually the whole time, 
But what I realized after, like, and I was very satisfied. That's why I stayed with him. He, and mm-hmm. he had a huge, huge penis. I'm telling <laughs> you, these unassuming guys, yeah, especially like Jewish guys that are like five nine and skinny, mm. and then it's like, oh my god, what are you packing here? Holy shit! <laughs> so like, he was one of those. Yeah. Um, but then, like, after we stopped dating, I really thought about it, and I was like. The sex wasn't that great. Like we like we use toys every single time. Every single time, right? So it's like then it, it's just like, do you yeah. want to hear the worst story that he did to me? Oh my god! I was gonna tell my friend this the other day, but we, you know, when you're hanging out with friends and like you tell a million stories and you never get to the end, it's like yeah. I forgot to tell the end of this, so I'm gonna tell it to you. <laughs> I have horrible IBS. Like uh-huh. I'm patient. Like I have a horrible stomach. Okay, right. and. So- totally gluten-free because I feel better. And, but now because I'm so gluten-free, if I have gluten, I will have a horrible reaction. Right. So I had, I, I, I remember like the night before going out to dinner with my friend feeling fine, but that the morning, like it was like, I was out to dinner with a friend and the next day I was going to work, going into the office. And then I was going to sleep at his place. Right. And I told him, I was like, I don't, feel good. Like I feel weird. Like I ate gluten. Like I don't feel good. And like what gluten does to me is like, I will feel, I, I, I don't, weird is so not the right term, but that's right. Like, I feel foggy, weird. I don't know. And then my stomach hurts me. And then, and then I'm so nauseous. And eventually like within the 24 hour period after I will throw up. Right. So I am legitimately throwing up in his apartment. Oh that my God. So I go oh to him God. work, I'm throwing up in his apartment and I go, uh, and then I need to sleep it off. It like gives me migraines. Like, yeah. Oh, that's so, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So I then was like, I'm going to bed. Like, and we had gotten to a point in the relationship that it was like, fine, whatever. Yeah. Growing up in his apartment. Yeah. Getting to bed and he's up in his living room. like Right. Doing his own thing. The next morning he was like, you smell like throw up. And I was like, ew, fuck you. I brushed my teeth. And then he was like, can I stick it in for just five minutes? (gasps) And I was like, first of all, you just told me I smell like throw up. Second of all, I'm not moving. Like, I don't feel good. Like, and he was like, can I just stick it in for five minutes? I go, okay, fine. I'm an old lady in a nursing home and you're the aide. I'm just going to lay here and do nothing. And he was like, ew. And I was like, no, ew on you. Ew on you. Literally, I'm telling you, I don't feel good. You're telling me I still smell like vomit, even though I eat like, ew. And he's, and then, and and then, and then I just laid there. Yeah. That that he was for it. He still did it. Oh, he was like, please. And this is like, he thinks he's the nice guy. Yeah. He thinks he's the nice guy. And oh my like, God. No. I was like, I can't believe that I let him have sex with me. Uh, well, I understand that. I understand letting it happen for sure, because you just want them to shut up. And I was like, like literally, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I am an 80 year old lady in a nursing home. Yeah. You were the young aide that were having an affair. And right. I'm super wrinkly. <laughs> I want you to remember that. When you're I'm super me. wrinkly. Oh my God. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, I didn't smell like vomit. I really cleaned my mouth out. Come on. I'm sure. It's just so rude of him. It's like, 
and like, maybe you could have been down to, to, you know, have a little sick sex. Like maybe you could have been down, but just like you said, can I stick in for five minutes? And he could only really come like from blowjobs. Like he mm. could never like last. He would like get yeah. so tired and sex. His arms were so scrawny and skinny. He <laughs> going. I would either have to be on top or he, he could never like keep it going. So I was like, I'm not giving you a blowjob. I will literally puke on you. I will throw up on you. I will yeah. literally throw up on you. And then, and that's when he was like, okay, just five minutes. Just let me stick. And I was like, you're not going to come. Like, you can't. What's the point of this? Five minutes. Oh my God. Oh my God. What a, what a story. winner. <laughs> what a story. Well, That's on that great note, <laughs> let me ask you my final question that I always ask at the end. Mm. If you could get down and dirty with anyone with no consequences, you're not cheating on your boyfriend. He knows about it. He allows it, whatever. Who would you get down and dirty with and why? Oh my gosh. That's such a good question. I don't want to be basic and give like a stupid answer mm. for God, you know, like something like lame, but I am one of those ladies and I wish, okay, this is a two-parter. Okay. So I love it. I so love be- it. Before all, everything came out or I became aware of all of the abuse and all the horrible stuff he did, I was like a goth kid. Okay. You know, really into emo and screamo music. And so I always had a fantasy of like having sex with Marilyn Manson. I knew you were going to say him. Yeah. yeah. Because like so hot, so kinky, just like, ugh. like, Can but I, I say I, something. Yeah. He has the ultimate Jew face in a not great way. <laughs> like, it, it blows my mind that this like dorky, skinny Jewish guy yeah. became this like goth hottie yeah yeah I what that's so funny I know crazy but yeah so I okay I so so like probably like the the non um the non-monster version of that but honestly the him being a bit of a monster kind of also makes it so hot but (laughs) I have to say like if it was like choose anybody like you can choose anybody and it's not an issue I would literally fuck the brain dead of Ryan Gosling. Like okay. everything about him is perfect. I'm like, I so like obsessed. that. He's so hot. He's like, Oh, I love him. I love him. Do you remember when he was in this like stupid show about kids being on a semester at sea? Um, my God. Why like, Oh my God. I used to watch that back in the day. I mean, he was also on like Mickey mouse club and stuff, right. when he was young. but like as a, he was like, 18 or 19 on this stupid semester at sea high school show that I loved. I loved it. Him in murder by numbers with Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah. 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 He was good in that one. I haven't seen that in a long time. See, like there is something about there being a little bit of darkness in people that like Like that, that that I'm drawn to and connected to. Like, I like a little bit of darkness and him and monster, uh, murder by numbers. Oh my God. Ah, drives me crazy. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I totally get it. I love that answer. (laughs) What I said on the last podcast episode is the same thing I'm going to say now, because I'm having a thing and he's 26, but I think he could satisfy me. Chris Robinson. No, Nick Robinson. Nick Robinson. Nick Robinson. Sorry. Chris Robinson is the guy from that Kate Hudson used to be married to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, no, no, I don't know who I, who's Nick, Nick Robinson? Robinson. 
So Nick Robinson is in, have you seen Made on Netflix? No, I want to though. Okay, <laughs> so he, he's her, he's her abusive ex. Oh. oh. He's so hot. He was also in a teacher, FX and Hulu. He was like the main character in that movie, Love, Simon, about a kid coming out. He, he has this, oh my God, like I just, I could stare at him and the hair. Also, mm. I like bald guys. I like bald. I, I'll yeah. do. It doesn't. It's not a thing for me. But there is something about a guy with longer hair that I am yeah. just into. I don't know. <laughs> and I, 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 you t- talking that through. I have to say, second runner up is Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> oh, I get it from what you say. You're attracted to. I don't. Yeah. I don't get him. I get. Yeah, I get. I why also people don't like. Get it. Like Megan. Like what? Like, I know. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Um, but I was surprised that she was with Brian Austin Green. For I know. Yeah. What a dork. What a dork. What a dork. Ugh. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, let's plug your plug the shit out of yourself. Like tell everybody where to follow you, how to get at you, what shows you're doing, anything you want. Love it. Thank you so much. So you can follow me on Instagram at hello. This is Kelly. Mm. That's my handle on there. And then I don't really go on Twitter too much anymore, but I'm a really big fan of TikTok, more of a scroller than a poster, but I do post some funny stuff on TikTok. You can follow me at modern goth girl there. Um, and I have a podcast that is a little bit in hiatus right now because I'm working on a rebranding and coming back and having guests, but I do have a podcast called mm-hmm. I feel fat today. And mm-hmm. it's a podcast about, um, insecurities. I talk a lot about eating disorders, body issues, stuff that's in the, in the news regarding body positivity. And it's a fun listen. It's just me, you know, psycho babbling into a mic. Um, but I do have some back episodes on there that you can find on Apple podcasts and, you know, follow, uh, I feel fat today on Instagram for when I do my relaunch, uh, Denise, <laughs> I would love to have you yes, on the pod when, I, when I start back it. up. Yeah. Yes, when I start back up for sure, that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I um, am available if you want to book me. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. Thank you. I am so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun.